This is DVM Loading, a podcast about the life of professional students from a veterinary perspective. With your hosts, Carlin Graves and Caitlin Marr, we go through the daily life of being in veterinary school with a fun twist. Let's get loading! Welcome back, listeners, to another episode of DVM Loading. Uh, this is your host, Carlin Graves and Caitlin Marr. Hello. Um, so we were just talking. We think this is going to be a somewhat short episode, so don't be alarmed if we're we're going a little bit shorter. We um, we realized we don't have a whole lot to talk about from last week to this mm-hmm. week because we basically have only done, had like orientation for our 2027 class and then um, we had our first day of school today. So we don't have a whole heck of a lot going on right now. So um, yeah, no, I agree. Um, Today, our goal is to just kind of visit about, like, our orientation experience, and um, Carling and I got to participate in orientation events for the new class, so that was really fun. We wanted to visit about that, but yeah, this is coming straight off the press. Um, We just finished, what, five or six lectures um, today, Mm -hmm. and so... It's been a busy day, and and I'm not going to lie, I'm tired. I've been yawning. I'm about to yawn again. It has been, you know, we were out in clinics, like, out doing stuff this summer, and then we were back in the classroom today. And, and you know, I had this realization last year when we started um, classes again. It's like, I forgot how tired you get by using your brain all day. Oh, my gosh. My brain is exhausting. You know, like, it is like physically exhausting to try to study and like use your brain and be in class for as long as we are. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure I'm going to be so tired tonight and like, yeah, I'm I sleep like a baby. I could fall asleep right now, honestly. But funny thing is, is we already have homework on yeah. the first day of school. <laughs> I mean, are we surprised? <laughs> a little bit. I wish we didn't have it, but I mean, it's nothing too crazy. Um, but the cool thing is, is today is our first episode under our 2VM chapter. Yeah, that is so, a big, big So we are just starting our second year at Texas Tech uh, School of Veterinary Medicine for any new listeners. And we're really excited for this journey. We enjoyed like sharing our first year together um, with our audience. And guess what? You've got three more years with us. <laughs> so hang on. Um But today, our fun topic we're going to just visit about is whether uh, Carling and I and even yourself consider yourself here with us, but if you want to practice vet med under your married name or your maiden name. So Carling, give me your thoughts. So as everyone could probably guess, since I've already changed my name on the show and everything, I will be practicing under my maiden name or my maiden name. Wow. That's (laughs) been a long day. My married name. My married name. I did change my name. Um... And there's kind of a few reasons for it. One, the big one is that uh, changing my name was a much bigger deal to Matt than it was to me, mainly because I didn't feel like my identity was tied to my last name. Um, and it's still not. It's not necessarily tied to my last name. It's, it's, I guess it is more tied to my first name. And, but I also know that like, who I am is who I am. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't matter when it comes to my last name. And so I was willing to change it because it was a pretty big, important thing for him. And um, I also feel like it's kind of confusing for kids to see that mom and dad have a different last name, or at least like if he if they go to work, you know, why does mom have a different name than dad at work and not at home? Like it's kind of confusing. But I also, you know, that's a couple years down the line that mm-hmm. 
I, I don't have kids. I'm not planning to have kids anytime soon. So, um, mainly it, it's, it's that I didn't feel like my identity was necessarily tied to my last name. And now don't get me wrong. I'm not judging anyone that wants to keep their, their mate their maiden name. Like it's totally a personal decision and like you earned the degree that we're you know we're in school to get and if you want to keep on using that when you're out in practice whether you're married or not like that that's you like you did the work you did it so um that, that's just my opinions on it um i know it can be kind of controversial in the medical industry whether it's um you know human doctor or veterinary doctor um i feel like people have really strong opinions about mm-hmm. it so yeah Kayla, what I about agree. you Um, I guess I'm kind of the opposite. I mean, I'm single. I don't, I'm not married or anything. So the plan right now is to keep my maiden name and practice with that professionally. And then when and if I get married in the future, um, go by my married name personally, like friends and family, um, you know, teachers would know me as Mrs. Ma or not Mrs. Ma, but Mrs. Whatever, whoever. Can you tell um, we've been in class all day? Yeah, <laughs> Mrs. Channing Tatum. <laughs> um, and so they they would call me by um, by that name, but I would like to go by Dr. Mar still. I guess I don't really have too many strong feelings towards it besides um, I just want to. Like it's easy uh, easy for people to understand and. I don't know. It's just, it's just the name I've had through all my degrees. It's the name on all of my degrees so far. And so I'm, there's no difference to me. And, and if my husband in the future has any strong feelings on that, um, he can pay for my student loans. (laughs) Well, that's the things that it's, you know, the people that want to keep their maiden name uh, or like practice under their maiden name, Mm -hmm. just because it's important to their family. Like they're like a first time, um, college I'm a, graduate, yeah, I'm a first generation you know, like student. A, yeah, like that, that's um, a big deal. Like I get like having like Dr. Mar is important to mm-hmm. your family because you are like a first time, like first gen yeah. student. Like that can be a really big deal to a lot of families. And so like if that's what you value, mm-hmm. like not that you don't, I mean, like if that's important to you, yeah, like. Don't, I mean, for don't sure. Don't change your mind, right? Like, my family has been there and helped put me through college emotionally and things like that. And and I think that it is kind of an honor thing for for from me to them. Um, and so it'd be nice to have a doctor in the family. Um, you know, I won't be carrying on that name personally, like, with my children mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Like, I wouldn't hyphenate my kids' names. Um and so, yeah, having a, being a first generation student, it does hold a little more weight with you, I guess. Although some people would disagree that it just doesn't matter. Um, it's all your own personal preference and opinion. I'm sure there's going to be some bumps down the road where, you know, people may not think you're married to your husband or whatever because you have different names and your kids could get confused, but I just like to live a confusing life. Um. <laughs> well, I mean, like, it, it also depends on how you, like, talk to your kids, right? If they yeah. if you explain it to them, like, they could understand it, you know? But it's just, it's one of the things that's always been, like, a thing to me. But, like, I've always knew, like, known that I was going to change my name. And, I mean, I met Matt back when I was first applying for vet school, so it wasn't, like... It was like I met him after I got my doctorate or anything yeah. like Because I also understand that if you try to change your name after you have your license already, it's mm-hmm. a pain in the butt because 
changing anything. I mean, even for me right now, changing stuff with my last name is a pain in the butt. But, like, I don't have any licenses to change. I don't have any... Uh, or I'm talking about medical licenses. Like, I don't have anything like that to change. So basically, I'm just doing all the personal stuff, and then I had to change it with the school, which really wasn't that difficult. It was just a lot of different steps. Mm-hmm. Um, I couldn't imagine... Like, I was talking to um, Dr. Myers, and she she has publications under her name. She has, like, her license under her name. She has, like, a whole bunch of stuff that's already under her maiden name. She was like, it would be such a pain to try to change my name so she was like, if I get married, like married anytime soon, like I'm keeping my name because I can't, mm-hmm. like, it would be such a pain to try to go back through and change it. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe I just, I guess I can like see myself being a little more sentimental with it just because like my family is a big thing for me. Like I love them dearly, but it, it just, uh, I don't know. It just kind of makes me sad to think that the people who raised me, you know, my maiden name who like raised me and, and made me or got me where I was, you know, my name didn't do it all by itself, but like the family behind me, the structure behind me, um, like just handing that or like just getting rid of that for a new name for a new family. That's like been in my life way less time than like my birth family. I don't know. That's just, that's kind of random, but I'm just like, Oh, I, I want to be known as a Mar still to some degree. Like I don't want people to forget like, I don't know. I guess that kind of doesn't make any sense. But I in my head, I think it's, I'm trying it's whatever you value, right? Like it, like what we're trying to get at is that me and Caitlin yeah. defer on the opinion of like, and I like I'm supportive of her, and she's supportive of me. Like yeah. just be supportive of people. That's what we're trying to get at. And that yeah. like no matter what your decision is or what you're feeling about it, um, you know whether you're the guy getting married or you're mm-hmm. the girl getting married, like this is two different opinions that are both valid. It's just however you decide, like, what is important to you or, like, what is your own personal thing. Because it is weird, Mm -hmm. you know, that, like, my name is different. I know, right? it's still weird. And, like, I'm still trying to get used to it. You've got to retrain your inner self. Yeah. To, like, recognize that you're a new person. Yeah, my signature is awful. Yeah. I need to work on it. But like, and I mean, I I agree with Carling. My identity is not tied up in my last name. It's tied up in me as a person. And whatever people call me or whatever I will be called, like, it all goes back to, I mean, it's just flexible. Life is flexible. Yeah. But I, I mean, me at heart, like, I'm always going to be the person I am. So, whether you have, like, a differing opinions and stuff, like, if your spouse wants you to take their name and you don't want to, vice versa, you all just have to come to a compromise or talk about that and really have, like, a good conversation because, in reality, it doesn't matter what you practice under. People will know no difference and no harm unless you tell them, like, it's a big deal type of thing. Mm-hmm. Well, and I will also say, you know, Matt... When we first were talking about getting engaged and, like, when we were going to get married, um, like, basically it was either we get engaged and we get married, you know, while I was in vet school, like, we did. and that, Or it was, you know, we wait until I'm done with vet school. And, like, he had, like, an idea where, like, he was really tied to, like, he wanted me to graduate vet school with my maiden name because um, it was important, like, he wanted me to, like, go through school with that name, right? Because he was like, I'm not, like, I'm not the one going through school. Like, my last name isn't the one going through school. Like, you having your, like, Dr. Hemstreet was, like, really important. But, like, then change your name. And I was like, well, 
it's kind of irrelevant at that point. Like, mm-hmm. whether I graduate with it or I practice with it, like, it's kind of one and the same. Like, I'm me either way. Yeah. Right? And so, like, I mean, um, he, it was just important for him for, like, us, like, not for us to be married. It was just, like, that expectation where, you know, I'm his wife. And so that us having the same name was, like, part of the transition, if that makes sense. I'm trying to, like, I'm not saying he's an awful person. I feel like no, I'm saying I he's know, an awful person. No, I know, but this reminds not, me. No. It's such a weird, like, It's idea, a weird conversation. Right? Well, because I remember sitting, like, at 2 in the morning at West Campus Library and during undergrad, and me and some of my really good friends would have, like, these long discussions on name changing and stuff. And I'm like, so he, he like, you're his wife, but he's also your husband. So then there's the flip, like the yeah. catch twenty two. Why don't y'all just both hyphenate your name? Yeah. Why isn't our it? Our name will be a million letters long. <laughs> well. uh, besides, like breaking like the number yeah. count. But I mean, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like there's no, two I sides to every story. I get it. And like I. Then that just goes it's back so to like women being circles. property. I feel like you go circles. Like, like yeah, it, you right? do. I mean, it's mainly that you know we have entered into being our own family, and part yeah. of being a family is having the same name. Yeah. If that makes sense. Matt is very supportive. I love you, honey. I know yeah. you're listening to this and he's probably shaking his head at me. Matt, I just want to tell you, I had a nightmare last night about wolves. <laughs> she uh, came over to my house yesterday and Matt was playing a video game and it was head wolves and she she had a nightmare about it. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, we're getting off of that topic. I think Matt is a great man and Graves is a very suiting last name. And maybe um, stay updated. Maybe someone will sweep me off my feet and I'll get married during vet school and um change my name or someone who knows oh you're keeping your options open i'm keeping my options open but more than likely i'll still practice under mar and like uh, people will just know me out which is a fair enough as caitlin whatever um so our main topic today is (laughs) i love i love that we're co-hosts because like we're similar yet so different and i think that's just like what makes things flow well yeah that's how you have really good friendships <laughs> and right now our friends are blowing up our group chat and i'm like yeah they're trying about? to actually do actual school things yeah they're starting on the homework um we're not but our main topic is um orientation just finished for the new class of 2027 um raider vets and we started our first day of class today so mm-hmm. there were people here starting their first day of third year First day of second year and first day of vet school, period. So that was really exciting. And do you remember what it felt like, what what feelings you were having going into orientation and then going into class? Yeah. So, I mean, kind of, because obviously, like, we've learned a lot since then, and my brain just fumbles out other things. Um, But in orientation, when when it was our orientation, I just remember kind of being nervous, uh, kind of, like, very nervous. And my biggest concern was I wasn't, like, the best student in undergrad. um, And I was just worried, like, I needed to continue to prove myself to I don't know who. Um, And I guess that comes from, like, my perfectionist complex. Mm -hmm. But uh, I just felt like I needed to prove someone that I belonged to be there, although I already did. Um, Like, silly goose, you made it. (laughs) But I was also nervous to make friends Yeah. um, because I came up here. I knew a couple people from undergrad that were here, but, you know, we didn't ever, like, hang out and, like, catch up and stuff. So um, 
it was nerve nerve wracking. I moved in with two random roommates who were in my class. Um, turned out to work out just fine and everything. And I mean, soon enough, you just start making friends. Like it's hard to put yourself out there and like go talk to people. Although Carling and I have no issues because we love to talk. I know. Um, but, but we didn't really become good friends until like, end of first semester, really. Yeah. Like, really close friends. Like, I I felt the same way going into or I knew nobody. Yeah. Um, it's kind of scary because so. everyone's really smart just like you. And you're like, um, what am I doing? Yeah, when you're in a new group of people. In like, a new building. In a new building. You don't know what's going on. Like, all the faculty, you know, were, they were there to greet us and talk to us. And, you know, they you're trying to meet them, too. And then you're trying to find, talk to different people to see what you have in common. And, like, you, I knew eventually I was going to find my place. I just yeah. didn't know when that was going to happen. And so it was like, I didn't have my normal routine going into class just because you're trying to find your routine. You're trying to find your people. Mm-hmm. And it takes, it can take, you know, some people click right away, like with their roommate that's also their classmate. They clicked right away and they just, you know, went about their business. And then like for, say, like, I think for our group, it really took us a few months to figure it out. You know, really find our groove and find what worked for us. Mm-hmm. And um, not that the few months were bad, the, the, fir- the first beginning ones. It was just very different from, you know, beginning of the semester to the end of the semester. It's kind of like a roller coaster. you got to ride it and see where you end up. Yeah. Like, I remember coming in with the feeling of, oh, man, I need to find my group, like, week one or week two so I can start studying with them and get used to everything. But that's just not the reality for pretty much 90% of your class, um, unless you were just, like, best friends before coming to vet school. Mm-hmm. And um, anyway, so, yeah, our, our little study group, our friend group, we – would like study some together and stuff towards the middle end of the semester but then it started becoming like a routine thing towards finals and and ever since then you know we've been stuck with each other and and we've become really close friends and uh so yeah I think the feeling of like being worried you wouldn't fit in or like find your group quick enough is definitely something that everyone shares Um, Also, the exhaustion of having to go through all of the presentations. Mm -hmm. Uh, We had, like, three days, and they were 10-hour days, pretty much, and it was exhausting. Yeah. And then you roll into classes, like, the first or the next Monday, and you really don't know what to do. You have to spend, like, a whole day and evening just reading all of the syllabus and downloading them, and you're like, okay, I got this ready. Now what do I do? And then you had to find out how to study, and that was hard. And, like, your study habits from the first test, if you didn't do well, needed to change, obviously. And so that was an adjustment for people. But um, for me, just keeping myself motivated and, like, reminding myself I need to try harder, do better than undergrad was, like, a big thing I had in the back of my head, too. Yeah, I I agree with you. I was not a very good student at undergrad, and so I was really motivated to be a better student and I definitely think that I found people that supported that as well uh and you know the way I study is very very different from how I studied in undergrad because I I remember one of the first times that I tried to study um so in undergrad I used to listen to like um acapella like mashups of like popular uh, it sounds weird they're really good acapella like groups on Spotify. They're really, really good. But um, 
they, like, I tried to do that when I first started, like, it was, like, physiology or something. I was trying to study with that in the background, and I got so, my mind was, like, there were so many different things going on. I was, like, well, I can't do that anymore. Mm-mm. So now I just study with classical music. And you made fun of me during the last finals for studying with <laughs> classical music. But, you know, it's, it's just supposed- funny. We can hear it through her headphones. Well, it's because, y'all, it- we're talking so loud. Yeah. I needed <laughs> the music on loud so I wasn't distracted. It's so funny. And I actually have to have music with words. <laughs> <laughs> were you, and like, in just- an undergrad? Yeah, yeah. I, I would play music, and I would have it on low, you yeah. know, like, to where it's just in the back of my mind. But I personally hate studying in, like, the complete silent if there's people around me because then my brain can hear people breathing and <laughs> moving, and I'm like, oh, I can't do it. Yeah. Um, so I've got to have something going, and it doesn't really distract me too much, like, because I have it down low, and it's mm-hmm. usually the same playlist I listen to every day. Yeah. Um, so it's an usual, like, normal thing for me, but... Uh, yeah, I mean, back to school can be nerve-wracking, especially, well, like, we had a gap years and stuff like that, and so it was intimidating to come back to yeah. school, especially a professional, yeah. like a doctorate program after having One of the things I would say that really helped me with that was that I basically treated vet school like it was my job. You know, like, in the, when I was working in clinic, you know, I would show up and uh, I would do what I needed to do throughout the day. And, you know, technically my shift ended at 6, but if, like, patients still needed to be taken care of, like, I was there until 7, 7.30 until everything was finished, Mm -hmm. right? Because, like, there's no other option. Like, someone has to take care of these animals. You have to do the treatments that that are prescribed. And so you you have to do what you have to do. Now, granted, you know, you don't do that all the time, Mm -hmm. but... Uh, but like I approach school in the same way where it's like, you know, anatomy weekends, I have to do what I have to do to like succeed on this test. And that was a good mindset for me going into it was that, uh, you know, like basically like, this is my job. This is what I'm here to do, even though I'm paying to be here instead mm-hmm. of them paying me. Literally. Um, Income you know, zero. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Negative. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But, you know, this is this is my job. This is what, like, an investment into my future. So I'm going to, uh, I'm basically going to think of it like it's my job and I'm going to, so that helped me structure things versus, yeah. like, undergrad. It was like, I have social hour and I mm-hmm. have this and I'm in this. And, you know, like, I'm going to go hang out with my friends tonight even though I have a test tomorrow mm-hmm. because, uh, like, I, it's not that big of a deal or whatever, right? Like, every test in vet school is a big deal. Yeah, and I think, like, just the maturity level that we had coming in helped a whole lot because it allowed us to realize that, that this is a job and you should treat vet school like a job. It's not supposed to be, like, overly enjoyable every single day. Like, I mean, sure, I love coming to school. I enjoy it. Some days are more testing than others, but... For the most part, like, I love what I do. Um, You have to be passionate for it. But, yeah, like, that's one thing my Uncle Mark had, like, told me before coming here is he was like, you know, treat that as your job. Like, that is your 8 to 5. He's like, from 8 to 5, you do nothing but that. Go home if you need to, take a break after, and then pick back up. But he was like, you know, you have to dedicate yourself to that bare minimum, at least, just to keep your head afloat in vet school. And I just don't think there's any other way to go about it than giving it your full attention. Yeah. Well, and, you know, you can have fun while doing it. You know, like, it's it's fun to, like, have those relationships and 
like go through it with other people because you're all passionate about the same thing. And I will also say the big difference between undergrad and professional school is that you're doing things that are directly correlated to what you want to do. It's not like biology 101 where you're learning about like the cell wall of a <laughs> plant. Like you're not you don't care mitochondria about is a powerhouse. <laughs> I mean, you learn about mitochondria, but you learn about the important, like, what you need to know about the mitochondria. You know, like, it's mm-hmm. it's different kind of material. Clinically apl- applicable. Yes, exactly. So it's, it's easier and, I guess, more interesting. And everyone else that you're with is also interested in it. Mm-hmm. And uh, that just makes it more fun. Like, again, I cannot tell you, like, the best and the worst of times in the anatomy lab. Yeah. Like, I had so many good laughs down mm-hmm. there, but um, I don't want to go back, <laughs> you know. So it's... No, I agree. But your orientation, I mean, you're just surrounded by people, and you're like, man, everyone here is smart. Um, and then, you know, we had the professors come talk to us. And, of course, they're trying not to scare you away. (laughs) And then you have a panel from the upperclassmen, and they give you some advice because they've been there, done that. And that's always very helpful, but also frightful. And so this year, Carling and I got to be part of orientation, and Carling actually got to be on that upperclassmen panel. And so she got to share some advice with a new class of 2027 Raider Bets. And so... It was really nice to be on the other side of first year. (laughs) Like, say, we survived anatomy and physiology and micro, and and now we're moving on to more advanced classes, Mm -hmm. and I'm super excited. And at the same time, it's so exciting to see, like, the new classes, like, the new class, because everyone is so excited but so scared. Yeah. Like, they just come out, and they look like they don't, they just haven't gotten into the groove yet. It makes like, me wonder what we looked like coming out of class. Oh, my gosh. I know. Like, they come out, and they're, like, they look so stiff. I'm, I'm like, this is your home. You can sit on the couch here. Like, yeah. please relax. Take a break. Like, pop your feet up. Um, and they just seem so in the super uptight professional way, and I guess that's, like, a good way to be. But here, everyone's, like, a big family, so... Um, I'm ready to see them like settle into the community and the school and their classes, some routines. So that'll be good. But for now, it's uh, it's good to know that we don't have any more anatomy lab. Yeah. And um, we are gonna get to take some surgery classes and mm-hmm. practice for mm-hmm. surgery next semester. So. Yeah. I'll say, you know, the one thing that I have going into second year. No, don't get me wrong. I'm super excited for all the classes where I actually get to apply all the knowledge that we, you know, built up last year. And then we actually get to talk about, like, sick animals and, like, Mm -hmm. um, how can we diagnose them and all of that. Um, It's trying to remember all the stuff we learned last year. Like, I know that, you know, we're not, like, not all of it stayed in my brain. But, like, how do I keep enough of it in my brain so I don't sound stupid? Yeah. You know, like... That was kind of a con- like a concern for me is like, am I going to get back into class and not remember anything? Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I don't think that that's the case. I feel pretty reassured after today, but like it, it's definitely been something where I'm like, yeah, last year, you know, you came in and they didn't expect you to know anything. Right yeah. now there's like expectations of you knowing stuff. And so it, that's been a kind of an adjustment period. It's also been really fun uh, to have all like a full building. Like we have... Uh, you know, a full class of first years and then, um, you know, both our class and our class above us, which, you know, means that I think we're brought up to, what, like 250 students Probably, now? Probably, yeah. 
And, like, that's busy for this building. We're not used that's to it. That's just DVM students. And that's just DVM students, not including grad students and PhD students and faculty. Mm-hmm. So, like, it's been really, really fun to come out today and, like, see, like, everyone hang out in the atrium and, um, you know, hang out in between classes and talking to everyone because uh, that's just very different from last year. So I'm excited to continue on with that this mm-hmm. uh, this semester and, um also get going on learning all of our surgery skills because we will do surgery in the spring and I'm super pumped about it. I know that's really exciting. I'm also really pumped about my surgery group. I think we'll be really supportive and awesome so that'll be fun. Um, I think it'll be really good but I am like dog tired. I know me too and like uh, to get off topic but I think so far with my first day our first day of class I think some of my favorite classes this semester are going to be um, I mean, I'm going to love clinical skills regardless, just because it's the hand-on application that I really love. But I'm also really excited for clinical pathology mm-hmm. because uh, Dr. Um, Chapman was asking us some questions today, and I actually knew. Oh, you were popping off. And yeah. I was like, okay. Um, See, I was, that was the class where I was like, mm, do I remember yeah, everything yeah, that I ever learned in my you life? You knew it. I did. I did. It was just like it, it was taking me a while it's to It's the like, bravery of like being well, that, able to like say it. Well, and you know, like, and you know, eventually I will, you know, sa- like say stupid stuff in a very loud voice. Oh, we uh, all will. You know, like. Mainly our row. <laughs> but but um, it was good. I'm excited for that class. I'm excited for surgery really and stuff. So really um, that's fun. But I will say I'm so tired and I'm not used to sitting down for this long. Like today I was just, mm, I don't know, like ADHD type vibes, like undiagnosed. So I'm just like, I need to get up and do something. Um, because all summer we've been up mobile, like running around mm-hmm. at clinics, doing different things. At some of the clinics I worked at, there was no chairs. You could not find one except in the waiting room. <laughs> do you know that some clinics specifically don't have chairs? Like if, if a, like a member of the staff sits down, yeah. that it's like frowned upon. Yeah. That's a little messed up to me. I know. I'm like, sometimes you just need to sit. Yeah. But anyway, so um, just my brain's tired. Like Harling said, it was a lot to just think today. And today was our syllabus day in a sense. Quote, and vet unquote. school has one. Um, so we're tired, but we're excited. We got uh, we got assigned new mentees from the class of 27. So we'll serve this year and the ongoing years as their mentors and give them advice on classes. Yep. And, you know, in, in the next few episodes, we'll have some on uh, to talk about their first few days um, being in class mm-hmm. and, and what their background is, what brought them here to tech and all of that. So... Uh, you'll expect to hear more from our 27ers, and then uh, we have some really exciting other um, guests to have on, so we're, we're really excited for the next few episodes that we're going to have. Um, unfortunately, this is kind of a, uh, um, a mishmash of an episode, I feel like. Yeah, we're kind of just scatterbrained, like there's nothing left in us. Yeah, well. <laughs> we're just staring at each other right now. <laughs> hey, okay, wait, my question, because I haven't, I haven't even asked you. Um, how did it feel being on the upperclassmen panel? Like, were you nervous you were going to mislead people or that they would judge you or something? Um, I wasn't worried that people were going to judge me. Um, I was worried that maybe I would say something that someone tries and that's not the method for them. And then... Uh, you know, they don't do as well. 
Um, Because, you know, everyone's different, right? Like Mm -hmm. how how I study is not going to be how others study. So I I tried to keep it pretty, like, I guess, universal on on my advice and not get into, like, the nitty-gritty of how I do a lot of stuff. Um, Because that is, like, a... Personal preference. Yeah, I mean, it's a preference thing, right? And so... Um, and it took me a while to figure out what I like. So, you know, everyone's going to kind of go through the same thing. Uh, it was, I felt like it wasn't enough time for how much, how many questions they had. Mm-hmm. Um, it was 40 minutes for the panel. And um, I felt like they still had a bajillion questions before and after that. And, um, you know, I mean, everyone's going to have a different background. So they're going to have different questions that want to be answered. Uh, so, I mean, it, it was nice. It was, uh, exciting to, you know, be up there and, mm-hmm. and have everyone kind of know your face and all that. So, yeah, that's um, exciting. Yeah. I had a bunch of people cause shortly after that, uh, uh, panel, we had, you know, our, our organizations come and talk. And so I was sitting at my, <laughs> I was sitting at the staffing table and people came up and were asking me questions. Like they were like personal questions. I'm like, this is, this is a Savma time. Give me like 30 minutes and I'll come and talk <laughs> to you. But. Um, yeah, yeah. But I mean, it was, it was cool. I feel like, um, I feel like unique in that people probably know my face and Mm -hmm. I mean, I have a different name, so it's probably easy for people to pick me out. But, um, but the fact that they like knew who I was was kind of cool. Yeah. Uh, which was very exciting. Well, cool. I just wanted to know that that was exciting. Uh, We sat in on it and I thought everything the panelists said were really well representative of like our whole class like and the diversity yeah well i know y'all had um good add-ins too i know you added in a little bit of uh advice too which was was really good so um hopefully they got stuff out of it and you know we're always here for uh if the people need anything you know you me anybody else so i think we've done a really good job of welcoming them in Mm -hmm. and knowing that uh they have resources in the upperclassmen students uh, if they need them or if they feel comfortable coming and talking to us. So uh, hopefully they feel that way. I think we, yeah. we did a pretty good job. But Well, on that note, Carling, what's your win for the week? So my win for the week is getting my mentees. I am super excited to have uh, two really awesome or three really awesome girlies. I have uh, two in-person ones and then one that just wants to be a little texting buddy. So... Um, I'm super excited to help them out, and, you know, I, I just think back to when I, like, I was, like, bright-eyed and bushy-tailed, and I'm just excited to help help people, because that's always been something that I've always really enjoyed, Yeah. Uh, whether I was swimming or, like, now that I'm in vet school, like, mentoring has been something that's been a really rewarding experience, because it's, I've always felt like if you... Once you get somewhere, like, turn around and help someone else, mm-hmm. you know, like, get to where you're at. And and if I can, you know, give them advice or support or a hug whenever they need it, I, I feel like uh, that would have meant the world to me last year, too. So Aww. what's your win for the week? Um, I'm glad to be back and see everyone, see my favorite professors. Uh, I started at 8 a.m. sharp this morning getting harassed by one of my favorite professors, Dr. Brown, who's leaving us for Australia forever yeah, in a couple weeks. pack yourself in one of his bags. And, and yes, I'm moving to Australia with him. I don't know the logistics, but it'll happen, I guess, somehow. Would you change your last name to be a Brown? I mean, no. <laughs> they could just, like... I thought you said you had adoption papers lined up. Yeah. Um, 
I don't really know where to get those, but it's more of just like a mental adoption. They oh, just yeah. need to know that they're leaving a part of their family here in Texas. Fair enough. Um, and so, anyways, I'm excited to be back, see all my friends. It's really good to see everyone. I missed them. And it's good to be back learning because, I mean, I just feel like I can never learn enough. And today was slow, um, so that kind of was not the best thing, but you have to have those slow days sometimes. I'm excited tomorrow we have clinical skills, mm-hmm. and we're going to start off bright in the early in the morning with horse stuff. Yeah. So I'm pumped, and, and yeah, I mean, it's just going to be awesome. We're going to get to do a lot of cool stuff this year. Well, and tomorrow we're also practicing gowning and gloving and sterile technique and all yeah. of that tomorrow, so I'm super pumped to do that again. Yeah, we did that last semester before it ended, but... Now we're going to keep practicing mm-hmm. and stuff until the roll deal. And in a couple of weeks, we have more neuter and OHE, you know, models to do. Mm-hmm. And so I'm pumped. We're moving up in the world. Mm-hmm. Starting surgery. Yes. So exciting. So um, Carling, give us our plug. Give the plug. Okay. So you guys know that you can always email us at dvmloadingpodcast at gmail.com if you have questions, comments, suggestions on any future topics. Uh, We have an Instagram called DVM underscore loading underscore. Uh, We try to keep up to date on that. So if you guys want to drop a DM or comment on one of our posts, that would be fantastic. Uh, and then, of course, you can give us a five-star rating, uh, nothing less. <laughs> and uh, if you're on Spotify, you can drop a comment in the comment box below. Uh, and I think that is all my plugs. Yeah, that sounded amazing. So uh, just hopefully y'all have a great week. Everyone starting back school, um, whatever school that may be, good luck. And for those that haven't started yet, I'm jealous. <laughs> um, and uh, I guess wreck them. Wreck them.